Welcome to the CGB Sports Show podcast. It's a shorter one because it's Monday and the Bob Coach Show, etc. You get the point. On this episode, we check in with Andrew Collier, the GM of the Winnipeg Gold Eyes. They're in the All Star break right now. 40 games to go. Are they going to make the playoffs? Andrew gives his thoughts. And Kelly Moore with the CEO and president of the 1999 Pan Am Games 20 years ago. Can you believe it? We'll be doing lots of remembering on CJOB coming up the next few weeks. It begins with Kelly's conversation on the podcast. The Winnipeg Gold Eyes are off tonight and tomorrow for the American Association's All-Star break. So I thought this would be a good time to check in. With Gold Eyes General Manager Andrew Collier on the state of the team through 60 games, 40 games left. So, Andrew, how are you spending your brief all-star break? It is very brief, two days. Um, so it's going on in St. Paul tonight. They've got a, a bunch of activities, including the home run derby tonight. And the game is tomorrow night, and we're back home on Wednesday. So uh, is there a to-do list for you then? Just a lot of cleaning up and preparing for the five-game homestand that we got coming up starting on Wednesday. Okay, so thirty-three and twenty-seven through sixty games. I kind of feel like that went by pretty fast. Uh, I agree, it went by very fast. To to look at it now that we've only got forty forty regular season games to go and uh, not a lot at home. It's uh, it's gone by very quickly, but. Uh, Still a lot of baseball to play. So right now you're in fourth place, six and a half games behind St. Paul for first. Worth mentioning that if you were in the South Division, you'd be right up there for first division. Is is there any kind of frustration that you're in the tougher division? Uh, it is what it is. We uh, we knew that going in that Fargo and St. Paul always have good teams and and can't forget about Chicago. They're having a great season, especially the last 15, 16 games. I think they're 14 out of 15 or 15 out of 16. That's uh, that's how they find themselves in third place right now, and we're four games behind them. And remind the people how the playoff structure works now in the American Association. So there's six teams in each division, North Division and South Division, and top two teams get in the playoffs. They play off, and then the winners of those two series play off in the finals. Okay, so you're trying to at least catch Fargo then over the last 40 games. Yeah, we got to grab one of those top two spots if we want to be playing uh, into September. Okay, so the All-Star game, we mentioned it. You've got three players that are a part of it. Let's just talk about what those three players have meant to your team, starting with uh, Victor Capellan, who's your All-Star closer. Yeah, Victor, for the last, ever since he joined us in 2016, has just been stellar. This year he has 19 saves. He takes the ball whenever Rick needs him to and, and goes out there and majority of the time gets uh, gets the job done, gets the save for the team. And, and last night was no exception. He came in in a one-run game and got his league-leading 19th save. And then Mitchell Lampson, who's, would you call him your ace on the mound? Well, I would say between between uh, Kevin McGovern and, and Lampson and Parker French is also doing very well. Lampson is tied for second with seven wins, fifth in ERA with 2.9, and uh, in uh, third spot in strikeouts with 76. McGovern's tied for first with wins with eight. So we've got some starters that are getting the job done. And then Wes Darville as well, uh, an infielder with a pretty high batting average. 
Yeah, Wes has done everything for us this year. He was scheduled to be our starting third baseman, and and due to an injury to Adrian Marine, uh, moved him over to shortstop, and he's been unbelievable there all year. He's sixth in batting and three at uh, three twenty nine, and just playing a great defensive game. He's got some even some more power this year than than he did when he was here in twenty seventeen, and. He was, uh, I think, a no-brainer selection as the starting shortstop for the uh, the North Division tonight, tomorrow night. So to get into the playoffs, well, as we mentioned, you're four and a half games out right now. Still oh, so much time left. 40 games is a, is a long time to catch and make up that ground. But what has to change for your team? What has to get better for that to happen? I think we just need to be more consistent. I think we've seen over the last number of games that we've had huge offensive outputs and and that's what's got us the wins and then some games we don't have that I think we just need to be a little bit more consistent both on the pitching side and offensive side we need to bring it every night would you say there was a highlight from the first half that stuck out to you um not really I I would say inconsistency was was a highlight of the of the first 60 games and and going into the last 40 I think every game is going to be a playoff game pretty much the way we look at it we just need to keep winning ball games winning series uh taking two out of three or three out of four every time we play a team and just try and get one of those top two spots especially when you're playing someone like Fargo or St. Paul for sure gotta gotta bring it when we play them and Chicago we play Chicago another six times over the last 40 games so they're going to be a team that we're gunning for as well any big uh, promotions coming up we do these next five we've got some great things going on wednesday night is our annual bacon night where Mm. the players will be wearing bacon themed jerseys and hats we have uh, a thousand bacon bucket hat bacon bacon print bucket hats to give away those are uh those are awesome. I, I know people are going to want to grab those so they can wear fishing or to the ballpark or golfing. Uh, July 25th is our annual Christmas in July game. Ballparks can be decorated up for, for Christmas and fireworks after the game on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, we are highlighting uh, We Will Rock You theme night with that uh, musical coming to Winnipeg soon. Saturday is our annual movie and sleepover where fans are invited to sleep over on the field after the movie that's shown on the video board. And then cap it off Sunday where it's Winnipeg Public Library Day and we're giving bookmarks away to everybody at the ballpark that day. Nice. I just want to finish with this, Andrew. Uh, a big profile of Reggie Abercrombie in the paper last weekend by Mike McIntyre. What has Reggie meant to this team and this city in his time with the gold eyes you know what he's he's just he's a big kid he loves playing the game which is why he's still doing it into his 30s he he loves playing baseball he loves playing in winnipeg he's a huge part of the community everything we've ever asked him to do he he does out in the community with kids and even things that that he hears about, he he goes and does without us asking. He's just been a huge part of not only our championship teams in sixteen and seventeen, but just a huge part of this organization. And and we're happy that he's here. 
And I just remember I was at the, I guess, the trophy celebration in 2017 and just how excited and pumped up he was to win this one for Winnipeg. Oh, absolutely. After winning in 2016 in, in Wichita, he said after the game, my goal is to win this in Winnipeg in front of those fans so they have the opportunity to celebrate with us. It's it's great to win it and win it on the road, but winning it at home was, was something that Reggie really wanted to do. And I know after 2017, he'd love to do it again this year. All right, Andrew. Well, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me tonight. Good luck over the last 40 games of the season. Thanks, Christian. Hard to believe today marks the 20th anniversary of the start of competition in the 1999 Pan American Games. Two decades ago, exactly, Lake Minnedosa hosting the rowing events. That's how canoeist Steve Giles and the women's K4 team win gold medals. Kelly Moore has done a ton of work to organize 20-year retrospective conversations coming up over the next couple weeks on 680CGOB. You'll hear, you'll hear lots of those on the sports show as we go forward. And it all begins tonight with his chat with Don McKenzie, President and CEO of the 1999 Games. Don, I guess first off, uh, we're we're speaking with you just before an incredibly special event tonight. But uh, does it kind of surprise and maybe shock you somewhat that wow, 20 years since the <laughs> opening of the Pan Am Games? Yes, it's hard to believe. Yeah, you can't believe it. I mean, the, the success of the game was all about the. Uh, the, the team. I mean, it was a great, wonderful team we had. Not only did we have a great board and staff, but the volunteers made the games. Yeah, they really did, didn't they? Uh, you yeah. know, uh, those of us who are around, Don, I think the the vision uh, and the memory of those salmon shirts will be etched in our uh, brain cells forever. <laughs> There's no question about that. It was funny that my the gal I was looking after that she uh, she came to me and she said, Don, uh, we got a problem. I said, what's that? She says, we got 2,000 volunteers and you only want eight, uh, 1,800. I said, she said, what do we want to do? I said, you don't do anything. I said, you get the, <laughs> you get the rest of the juries and make sure that they all have them. Yeah, isn't that? And, and, and so, Don, I know we're going to have you in studio a week from today uh, to go over more memories of the game. So I don't want to, you know, do too much of a spoiler alert here. Oh, but, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just in, in, in terms of, how this thing unfolded, and I'm sure there were a few pitfalls and challenges along the way, but even if you had written the script yourself, could it have come out any better? Not at all. It was actually perfect. I mean, we, again, as the volunteers, we we let the sports run their sports. I mean, they know how to run their sports better than we do, and that was was a secret to the games. They ran their sports, and we just make sure that everything was in in, in place. Don, of course, we alluded at the start of this conversation uh, that uh, uh, tonight there is a very, very special event that's taking place. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yes, uh, Greg Hansen and, and Sandy Riley and, and Janice Fillman, we got together and we talked about having a 20th anniversary, and it's just unfolded. I mean, just about everybody from the board is coming. There's only a few missing, and uh, we're having it at Government House this evening uh, along with the, our spouses, and it's just going to be wonderful. So how many people uh, will be there for that? It'll be close to 40. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I would imagine those who can't make it must be just beside themselves. Yes, well, a couple of deceased and then a few have, uh, you know, as we're getting older, I mean, my grandfather used to say it was a bugger to get old. Now I understand because we're all getting a little bit older. Yeah. And there's a few of them can't make it because of medical conditions. For sure, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll have a toaster too in their honor, though. 
Yes, we certainly will. No question about that. Yeah. Well, starting tomorrow, Don, uh, at CJOB and for a couple of weeks, uh, we are going to be uh, doing some special feature programming to commemorate the games. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, it, it is really hard to believe that 20 years have passed since the Pan Am Games were in Winnipeg. But do you still... I would imagine have people coming up to you when you're in uh, town and uh, uh, wanting to share a story or two with you. Oh, there's no question about that. Even uh, we go south for, for the winter, and we even get people there. This is incredible. Oh, is that... there's no question. I mean, we went down to Texas and uh, playing a game of golf, and there's two or three people with the with the Pan Am uh, uh, jerseys on. <laughs> so now that, that, that's that's like a magnet, I guess, eh, Don? Oh, no question. Well, they. Everybody enjoyed themselves. That's the thing. We had a wonderful, wonderful time, and you can't you can't beat Winnipeg and its people. There's no question about that. We have the best volunteers anywhere. Don, you mentioned that it it really did turn out just about perfect. Uh, if you were to look back, though, uh, if there was one thing and one thing only uh, that you could change to make the games even better, uh, what would that be? I can't even think of anything, Kelly. I mean, it's it, everything went so well. I mean, we had no blimps whatsoever, and I think that I don't, I'm sure that we could do it any better. Yeah, I I, I was thinking even if you know uh, because uh, it was interesting. I think it was Bobby McMahon who I was talking to, uh, the chief operating officer, and of course we worked together here at the Chorus Radio stations way back when. Uh, but he was he was telling me he says you know some of the people that uh, that defected, we still don't know where they are. But I I, I guess if 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 that was to play out again, could uh, there's no way you could have done anything about it as the organizing board, but uh, those kind of things, would you have changed a, a little so that none of that would have happened, or was that just a, a natural unfolding of some of the things that happen at these games? Yeah, it's, it's no different than at, whether you're at work or anything else. I mean, you have these little, minds are little blimps, but I mean, I, I can't think of anything that we would change. I mean, that's the way it was. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, what was the biggest single event for you, Dom? Would it have been the opening ceremonies? Would it have been the closing ceremonies? What uh, what really sticks out in your mind from 20 years ago? Well, the whole two weeks, there's no question about it. I mean, everybody coming in here, uh, all the countries were so happy being here, and the accommodations were wonderful, the people looked after it. And I think that uh, that the opening and closing ceremonies, the opening is because of the excitement, and the closing because we knew that we did, had a wonderful event. Yeah, and in between, the weather was spectacular. I I remember looking at uh, at some back issues, and we were talking about heat and making sure to stay hydrated and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, even Mother Nature cooperated for the most part, didn't <laughs> it she? They did. No question about that. Yeah. I mean, it, I was at other games, and, uh, you know, they had their little bunch with weather and that, and there's no question, but we, our, ours was perfect. Yeah. Hey, well, listen. Yeah, the good Lord looked after us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, somebody went to the right church pew, for sure. Okay, uh, no question. <laughs> hey, Don, listen, uh, thanks for doing this, and uh, have a, well, I don't have to say have a wonderful time tonight, because I know you're going to uh, yes, uh, reminiscing with all the great people that you work with, and we'll look forward yeah. to chatting more with you about this next Monday in studio. Well, the secret to this whole thing is also not only the premier at that time, Gary and Janice, but they were, played a major role. I mean, they played a major role in, in getting the games here. I mean, they, not many premiers travel all over the world to make sure that they have a, a wonderful game like the Pan Am in, in their city. Yeah, and we are going to talk to former Manitoba Premier Gary Philman about that very subject uh, when he visits with us Wednesday morning, Don. So we'll make sure uh, that we get him to, to talk about 
that day that he had to give the presentation and was so sick and and, and almost wasn't able to do it. So, uh, yeah, there there are a lot of tremendous stories to be able to tell for sure. Well, when you think about it, I mean, we we him and Janice and my wife and I, we traveled down to Mar del Plata, Argentina, which is the farthest you can go in, in uh, South America, and then went to Lillehammer for the games as well because we want, that was the time of trying to get the games. Right. And the secret, the secret to that was also not only Janice and my wife, but looking after all their wives. And when they were coming up to Winnipeg or whether at the games or we were hosting, they were the secret too because they made a big part of it. Okay, well, we will I'll definitely get some of those stories from you next Monday. And we'll also ask uh, former Premier Philman about that on when, this coming Wednesday as well. Thank you very much. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?